Game on! It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello and welcome back to Wolverines Weekly for 2024. My name is CJ Baumgartner. We got a lot to talk about and catch up with our coaches since we were out last week. We'll talk first with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant next on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. My name is CJ Baumgartner. We are joined with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant. And Norm, welcome back in. Welcome to uh, 2024 on Wolverines Weekly. Yeah, here we go. A new year. Um, you know, hopefully we get a little snow here and uh, get things rolling. Yeah, it's been a little weird uh, going to see basketball games and seeing uh, green grass outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, isn't it crazy? Just uh, I, I don't remember a winter like this. Not that we haven't had snow, but to get all the rain and uh you don't worry more about uh, fog and rain in January than a foot of snow is just crazy. Crazy. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on at Wadena Deer Creek uh, with the winter sports season. We'll kind of go around the horn and talk about each program with you here and get your perspective as an activities director. Why don't we start off with uh, boys hockey? Robbie Grendel taking over that program. Uh, just how has that team uh, been going in your eyes? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been a growing year for them. Uh, you know, we knew that we didn't have a lot of kids uh, for whatever reason. Um, you know, and it happens in small schools where maybe you're you're skewed to you've got more girls and boys in a few grades or something like that. And and we just happen to have a couple grades in a row where there aren't a lot of boys out. And of course, we're in a co-op, but uh, you know, the majority of the kids in boys hockey come from Wadena and Deer Creek and. Uh, you know, we're just at a point where we don't have a lot of kids. So he's he's uh, going to battle with uh, 12 kids, and, you know, they've done a really good job. I know he's playing a, a style that kind of keeps them from, from getting hit and kind of keeps the uh, puck off their sticks so that they can't have those big collisions because he's really got to worry about keeping kids healthy because, uh, you know, we're skating two lines, and, and that really isn't very many. So they've been doing a really good job. Um, you know, they're 3-7 and seven right now, but, uh, you know, record is, uh, you know, that's not really telling of, of uh, kind of the way they're playing. They're doing a, a great job, and obviously when you're skating 12 going against teams with 20, uh, your kids are going to be wore out and tired, and, and, boy, they're playing hard for them. And uh, look for good things from that program. Robbie is really a smart guy and uh, really loves hockey, and the kids love him. And uh, I think that program is going to take off. We just need to – all of our sports are kind of going to be in that boat where we just got to get uh, – kind of weather the storm for a couple of years, and then we're going to be just fine. Yeah, and uh, switching gears here, talking a little, uh, speaking of uh, sports and uh, weather conditions, Nordic skiing hasn't exactly <laughs> gotten the start that they wanted to, although they have gotten a couple uh, gotten a couple races in. So what's it been like for them this yeah, season? Yeah, I was just talking to Terry about that last night. We're just uh, we're looking for places to ski. They were up in Cohasset the other day. Uh, they've been to Andes down in Alec once and Detroit Mountain, and it's they're skiing on fake snow and or not fake snow, but man-made snow, and, um, you know, it, it, that creates some difficult things, and you can only go right now to the ski resorts that can make it, so some difficult courses and things like that, but the kids are handling it, and Terry's handling it, like like Terry always does with the smile on his face and making the best of it, and, uh, yeah, it's just kind of crazy to think uh, 
we had Nordic ski and then it doesn't snow. (laughs) I know. You'd think that that's the one sport that you'd be for sure (laughs) you'd be able to get in. But uh, it's been interesting this year. Uh, You know, with that program in in year three now, I believe. Yeah, year three. What's the growth in that program and just what have you seen there? So we're up to about 13 kids. And yeah, it's, it started with, uh, we did, we had just a handful that first year. I think we had six or seven. So we've about doubled our numbers. Um, it's a, it's a neat program and it, it's, uh, it's neat to see it's kids that, uh, run cross country typically in the fall. So they've got that kind of that fitness sport mentality and that, uh, distance. And, uh, of course, just having Terry there, he, he is a, a kid magnet, so it's it's one of those sports that, you know, obviously there's not going to be a thousand people watching you, um, but boy, you're out in the woods and, and get to enjoy the weather outside, and you know, for me, a guy that loves the outdoors, it probably would have been a pretty neat sport for me, although uh, going very far wouldn't have been much fun either. <laughs> <laughs> so wrestling, uh, they have gotten kind of back into the swing things after the uh, holiday hiatus. But uh, year three of Coach Wallam and company, what do you uh, what do you think there? Yeah, we got some nice growth coming there, and um, you know one of the things that happens in wrestling, and and I've seen it time and time again in different programs, and and you can look just eighteen miles to the east here in Staples is uh, wrestling is one of those sports that you need um, kind of wrestling people around, and as you're looking down the pike here, there's a lot of kids that uh, are are back in town that that wrestled here. And they've got kids that are wrestling now. So, uh, you know, I think he's really going to benefit from that. And, um, you know, obviously right now we're, we're starting to fill a lineup, which that's really a key anymore is, is getting that lineup filled. in the high school league uh, and the federation did a great job of getting down to 13 weights. That was a really good thing. Um, you know, so he's going to benefit from, uh, you know, like the Tony Wegscheid in town that's got five boys that, that uh, wrestled when I was coaching and was a, uh, three-time state entrant and uh, you know I know he's got five nephews also that are big into wrestling and and I know Paul Hunky's working with the elementary program another kid that wrestled for us when we had those state tournament teams so you know you get that excitement and, and you get that uh, level of commitment and talent and and that's a program that uh, you know once those kids start kind of moving up the uh, up the pike we're we're just going to get better and better I think. Well, and you mentioned that, and wrestling specifically, and I think in any sport too, it's those parents that want to help out at the younger levels and bring their kids places and be willing, not necessarily to to do the main brunt, but to kind of help fill in some gaps and and do some of that stuff. And like you said, for wrestling and and other sports as well, but it's just so huge when you have those parents, especially ones that are from around here and want to to help out. Yeah, wrestling is one of those sports. It's... it's, uh... Uh, you know, it's a, a highly technical and, and fairly specialized. Um, you know, you throw out a, a basketball and not taking anything away from basketball. I love basketball and obviously growing up in Staples and watching Lynn's teams and stuff over there. Um, you know, but I think you can turn on the TV and you can kind of get a sense of what's happening. And uh, But wrestling's not that way. You kind of have to grow up with it and kind of understand the uh, technical parts of it, the mentality, the, um, you know, all of the discipline things that go into it. And um, it takes kind of a special person and kind of a special family to do that. And, and you have that and then you don't. And, um, you know, it's nice to see 
kind of those kids kind of coming back in the area and having kids and being excited about wrestling. And I think it speaks to the quality of the programs that we've had in the past where, where kids want to give back. And you see that in Staples. You've seen it in Bertha Hewitt, Verndale, um, UNC. Um, it's, it's fun to see uh, as a guy that's, that's grown up and wrestling in this area it's kind of the same names cycle and cycle and cycle and and you know you get a few wrestling kids and they bring in a, a few more kids that are their buddies and and that's how you grow a program so I'm excited to see where that where that goes in the next few years let's uh, go to the court here for boys basketball well actually you know what let's talk about girls wrestling here while we're still yeah. on the wrestling topic I know that it's been tough for them uh to kind of you know because every program and talking with coach Wallum about this you know it's you know, on any given night, it depends on how yep. much a program has. But uh, talk about girls wrestling because Wadena Deer Creek has a, has a lot of girls out for wrestling. Yeah, that's a really a neat thing that's happened with wrestling over the past few years. And I think uh, a mindset has changed there with the coaches and the community and uh, allowing or, or promoting the girls to get to wrestle each other and creating those opportunities. Uh, you know, wrestling is a, is a great sport. And I, you know, obviously I'm a little, uh, slanted because I, I grew up as a wrestler and I was a wrestling coach for a long time, but, um, like all sports, they all have things that are great about them. But, uh, you know, I think wrestling, there's a lot of life lessons and, and I think that, um, you know, opening that opportunity for the girls is just, been incredible and the girls have really you know they've been drawn to it and it's exciting to see and and he's right right now we're at the infancy of it uh but boy you you went to the Bemidji tournament here and there was 260 girls wow and you go back uh, you know a couple years ago there might have been 50 so the the growth has just been exponential um you know i know thief river falls has 15 girls st michael albertville i've heard has 60 wow so it's just kind of cool to see how it's taking off and you know speaking as a coach um having been able to coach my daughter and work with the girls here at wadena deer creek while she was going through um it's just it's been a joy to coach the girls uh um, there's a, there's a difference between coaching boys and girls and, um, you know, some of the qualities that they have that, uh, that I really enjoyed. I mean, just, the the work ethic and, uh, um, willingness to try things and, and work hard and, and just do all the things. Um, it, it's a lot of fun to coach and, uh, I'm glad I had the opportunity and I know like Rance Barr up at Bemidji, long time head coach up there, rebuilt their program. He actually switched over. He's just doing the girls program. Wow. So that, that kind of speaks to, uh, you know, the enjoyment that, uh, wrestlers like, like me or Rance have gotten. And then I, I look at my own daughter that, that wants to be a coach now. And it's exciting to see opportunities for, for our females there too. Right. You mentioned that creating those opportunities and getting more people to do activities and athletics and coaching. And it's really fun to see that grow. Yeah. Looking into uh, boys basketball now, uh, the team is now into the new year and uh, towards the top of the Park Region Conference, looking for another good year out of Coach Thunberg and uh, and the team. Yeah. Exciting game over at Henning last night. Uh, really a nice crowd over there. And it's it's fun to go into a a gym on a Thursday night and it was it was pretty much wall to wall I got there at the end of the uh, JV game and there was hardly a place to sit over there so uh, that was a lot of fun and um, yeah we're we're not a real deep team this year but uh, you know the boys have a lot of good 
athletes, um, obviously led by Tessie Lore and Peyton Church, who put up a lot of points. Uh, Lyric Haug, who you guys spotlighted this week, he's had a great year. And then you got guys like Kobe Snyder and, and Nate Peterson that just kind of do the dirty work and play defense and get rebounds. And it, it's been a lot of fun to watch them this year. Yeah, and you know, moving over to girls basketball, uh, another good year. Uh, they've had a nice start to this season for Coach Crespin Company. They've been playing some tough teams when you look at the Crosby Irontons and yeah. some of those other teams in the world. But uh, how do you think they've stacked up? You know, I just uh, I say this all the time. I can't say enough good about Coach Cressup and the way that he and his staff do things. They just do a, a great job. And you know, I think we're four and five or five and five right now so uh you know obviously we're not we're not like a 10 and 0 team uh but i i know that by the end of the year we're going to be somebody no, nobody wants to play and uh, you know that he showed that ability last year when we went as the 11th seed and all the way to the section final and i think i think this year's team's got the same type of potential and um you know they've just uh, it's fun to watch them progress from game to game and uh you know the decision making gets better and the offense gets better and uh you know you know they're going to play good defense on a on a nightly basis so um just he does a great job with that program and our girls uh girls just do a great job um you know and it, it, the cool thing about the girls is it's sort of been someone different every night um you know one night Addie Gravel might have 19 and then the next night Peyton might have 17 and then uh, Jada Dykoff had 18 the other night and Montana Karsten can hit seven threes in a game so it's kind of fun they've got kind of offense from everywhere and um, I just think they're going to be a, a force to be reckoned with late in the year. Uh, Norm anything else you want to talk about with uh, with the winter activities I know there's a couple other things there's one act there's dance there's a, a few other things so we'll give you the floor to, to talk about them. Yeah, you know, um, dance is one of those programs, too, that um, I've talked about Maddie Horn before. She's really uh, kind of revitalized that and, and got a lot of interest in, in dance. And, uh, you know, they just took, I think, fourth in the conference, if I believe, if I'm right, in jazz, which was their highest finish in, in a number of years. And then uh, the JV won the conference, which going in our conference against uh, Frazee, a team that's won the state title, uh, multiple times and uh, teams like that she is doing a, a great job so um, you know I'm just looking forward to everything and like you talked about one act that's one of those things that maybe doesn't get as much ink as it should um, Beth does a great job Beth Hawkins our director uh, our kids do a great job and and we get to host that again this year so I'm excited about that coming up at the end of January and then uh, you know another thing that that I want to mention uh, we've entered a pairing with uh, Verndale about three years ago in speech. And that's a program that all of a sudden we just had to hire an assistant coach because we've got a, a lot of kids out for that. And if there's one thing that I wish I would have been a part of, it's speech because I, I think uh, that's something that takes you a long way in life and, and those skills of public speaking and being able to communicate well, uh, they serve everyone. And I, I wish that I was better at that. So I'm excited to see that going. And it's uh, Renee Roth as a coach from Verndale and uh, obviously has done a, a great job of growing that program. And, um, you know, I see we have more articulate kids and kids are excited about speech. And and that's just one of those things that I think is is just great. <laughs> Activities so. director at Wadena Deer Creek, Norm Gallant. Norm, we appreciate you coming in. We know uh, that we pepper you with a lot of questions when you come in. But uh, thanks for answering all of them and uh, giving the great responses. We look forward to talking with you again uh, next month. 
You bet. And uh, thanks for having me in. And it's just great to be around our kids. And I just, I appreciate the opportunity and appreciate all that you do for Wadena Deer Creek athletics and activities, because uh, it really is great to see what our kids are doing. We got more to come on Wolverines Weekly. Next up, we're going to talk with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Thunberg on Wolverines Weekly. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Thunberg. And coach, first week of 2024 in the books. Uh, What's been going on with your team since we last talked? Yeah, we uh, had a... A uh, basketball game over Christmas break. Uh, I believe the date was the 28th of January. Um, Frazee Hornets came to town. And, you know, you never know what uh, the Christmas break and um, kind of being on, on a weird schedule with no school or anything, how those are going to go. Um, but we played really well. Uh, played great first half, great second half. Um, I think we were up double digits at halftime, and we ended up winning by 16, 17, something like that. Um, so it was a great win, um, a great way to kind of stay in routine um, with the whole week off uh, by having a game. Um, and then since then, we are we were back at school uh, this week, so back to normal practice time. Uh, we went to Henning last night and uh, had a tough battle with the Hornets, but uh, fell a little bit short. Yeah, and you know, you talk about that matchup with Henning, and uh, two teams with you guys and the Hornets have been towards the top of the park region in the last couple of years. Those matchups you guys have had together have been pretty fun. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's turned into a pretty good little rivalry here, but, uh, you know, maybe uh, Henning will look as a rivalry because we haven't been able to beat them yet. Um, but, you know, our, our time's coming. We're, we're working hard. We're improving on a lot of things each day. Um, and unfortunately, last night, uh, we played a great first half. Uh, we were up by three points at halftime. Um, in the second half, things kind of just fell apart. And, and some of the issues that we've had um, <clears throat> earlier in the season when we were struggling a little bit, uh, the, some of those things popped up again last night in the second half. Um, so we're going to have a good practice, get back to work um, to make sure that those things are, are definitely in the rearview mirror and we don't see them again uh, moving forward. You know, talking about that phrase E game, what are a couple things that you liked out of your team? You talked about getting off to that fast start and getting that lead at halftime and and hanging on in the second half. Uh, what did you like out of your team against phrase E? What do you think they did really well? Yeah, phrase E's a really athletic team. Uh, they can all get up and down. They can all score. Um, they like to go up-tempo fast, um, which is also how, how we like to play. Um, so ultimately, it's going to come down to who can get more stops and who can maybe wear down the other team um, first, uh, and I think a lot of what happened in the second half, anyways, uh, was we were able to wear them down. A lot of time, any ball, anytime the ball went out of bounds, uh, or there were stoppages in play, um, a lot of the Hornets guys had their hands on their knees and trying to catch their breath. Where um, that's when we knew, all right, we got it. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Um, you know, and we, we made a lot of big shots. <clears throat> Peyton Church had a big game offensively for us that night. Um, Kobe Snyder, Nate Peterson were two guys defensively that just th- those are two guys that I think I could talk about every single game because. They don't always show up in the stat sheet with their, their scoring ability or anything like that. Um, but the work that they put in on the defensive end is second to none. And, you know, we can't credit those guys enough. Uh, and we got to try to do our best to help them because they're always on the other team's best players. Um, you know, so they keep working their tail off. Uh, Lear Cog was another kid that um, <clears throat> had a good game on both ends of the floor. Uh, so it was just a really good team win against Frazee. Yeah, and you know, as the calendar turns and we're into 2024, January and February, they're the they're the bulk of the season. They're the dog days, the the meat and potatoes, whatever word you want to use. Uh, they're some of the more important stretches of your season, and especially now that you have games underneath your belt and you kind of have figured out what the identity of this year's team is. You know, how does your mindset as a coach and how you 
prepare your team and how you go at games. How does that change now that you get into January? Yeah, it's interesting uh, that you kind of name it the dog days because there there definitely have been years and seasons where it, it feels like that. You know, you, you barely get through January and, oh, man, it's February and we got a whole bunch of games again. And um, But this year it really doesn't feel like that. It doesn't even feel like it's January yet. It, it seems like we haven't even been playing for a month, um, which is a good thing. It, it keeps everybody's refreshed. Everybody's wanting to be in the gym. Everybody's wanting to be around each other. Um, you know, so that, that helps us from the standpoint of knowing that we're going to get the guys to practice. We're going to get things done and accomplished. Um, and I think because it's been three weeks in a row now that we've only had one game a week, I think the guys are ready for more action. They're ready to have our schedule pick up where we have two, maybe three games a week. Um, just to keep playing basketball. You know, you can only practice so many times before, hey, we got to go try out against somebody else and see if these things are actually working or what it is that we think is really working really well in practice and realize, oh, shoot, that's not working the way we thought it would in a game. Um, you know, so we're, we're ready for this stretch. Uh, looking ahead just to next week alone, uh, we got games Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, so we're we're going to be busy, um, but we're, but we're excited for it and we're ready for it. Yeah, and you know we talked about picking up that identity and trying to figure out who you guys are. And you already have a, a general idea going into the season and through the first handful of games. But now that you've had December and a little bit of November to kind of round that out, what is the identity of this year's twenty twenty three twenty four Wadena Deer Creek Wolverine boys basketball team? Yeah, the thing that uh, we we like to say in our locker room that we are is we're we're just a tough, hard nosed, hard working team that's going to push the ball like crazy. Um, you know, if somebody comes to our gym, uh, I think Crazy Game was a perfect example. If that was the first game you had ever been to, um, you would think, man, this team's fun to watch. They get up and down. They play good defense. Um, they work together. They work hard. Uh, those those are kind of the things that we look for and that we want to be. Um, you know, but unfortunately, our identity hasn't come to you know, come to the surface yet because we have, like we did last night in Henning, the second half, we, we didn't show all those things. Um, you know, when we, when Henning took a 10 point lead or whatever it was, um, we started to kind of hang our heads and we just, you could just tell it wasn't the same. Um, you know, so making sure our guys understand what our identity is uh, and also accepting that and doing that for a full 36 minutes, every game uh, is going to be important for us moving forward, but um, working hard and uh, up tempo. Those are kind of the things you'll see from us. We're talking to Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck throughout the next uh, handful of games. We look forward to talking with you again next week. Yes, appreciate it. Have a good weekend. We'll be back with more Wolverines Weekly after this short pause. When we come back, we will talk with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip on Wolverines Weekly. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip and coach first week of 2024 in the books. What was it like for your team? Yeah, yep. So we uh, we started off with the game at Henning on Tuesday, and um, that's a that's a good program. Always well coached and have a couple really nice players. And um, we haven't won in Henning in six or seven years, and went over there and, and pulled out uh, a good victory. Um, despite a little bit of adversity, and that was that was good to see. And then we've got another conference matchup tonight against Pillager. Yeah, and you had a game over the uh, Christmas break. How did that go? Yeah, yep. We were at or we were home against Barnesville, um, you know, over Christmas break, and they're very very tough team. Um, always a contender in the HOL conference and a contender in the section as well. And they've got a really really nice squad, really good point guard, and. Um, another player who was just a little too tough to handle for us, especially down the stretch. And so 
um, we were right there against them. We actually did a lot of good things offensively, but we just didn't shore up the, the boards enough and as we as we need to against a good team like that. And um, it's a good good learning experience for us that, you know, um, doesn't matter how many shots you're hitting or missing. Um, ultimately, if if you got that, that player or two that are bought into making those hustle plays and effort plays, that's that's ultimately what can can win you and lose you games. Yeah, and you know, looking uh, over your team as you guys got through uh, the winter break and now into 2024, what was those practices like over Christmas break? And as you kind of go into January and February and kind of the the grueling part of the schedule, uh, what's your mindset as a coach and kind of how do you go forward with that? Yeah, we had a uh, a really great Christmas break of of practices. Um, I thought thought the kids were, were locked in and focused and energized and. We got a lot of really, really good things done. We had a scrimmage against Browerville um, last Wednesday and um, did some good things, saw some different defenses. So um, really it's just cleaning up what we need to clean up, um, expanding upon what we're, what our strengths are and, um, and having fun with it, really, um, especially during, like you said, the dog days of, of, of the season here. Um, it can be tough, but you got to have fun with it. you got to enjoy it and keep getting better at the same time. And certainly helps, like you talk about, when you get a win against a, a conference team in Henning and a place you said you hadn't won at in a few years, uh, you know, kind of to get that feather in the cap and to keep building some of those wins in the Park Region Conference. Just from a confidence standpoint, how's your team feeling? Yeah, it was a, a big confidence booster over at Henning. Um, we had some different players stepping up and, and doing a lot of good things for us, and, and that's good to see. It uh, always helps with the confidence. Um, and then you have a good practice after that. We had a great practice on Wednesday. Kids are energized and, and having fun, smiling. And um, the wins definitely help for sure. And uh, it was good to get that one on Tuesday. Yeah. And, you know, as you get through the first couple weeks uh, into January, who's been somebody that you've kind of seen as a, as a girl that's really been working her tail off, whether it's been on the court with the results or whether it's just been in practice and kind of seeing them make those strides maybe outside of the games? Who has been that person that comes to mind for you? Um, the big spark on Tuesday was, um, Jada Dykoff. She came in and, and hit, you know, six threes and that was huge, absolutely critical for us, um, on Tuesday against a good Henning team. Um, I feel like, you know, Lowell Pulver's come in and, and brought a good, good leadership element to our team. And, um, you know, she understands, um, really what it means to be a, a leader and a part of a team and, um, you know, she's been consistent all year with her efforts, and um, we're, we're glad to have her. And um, like I said, her, her leadership um, with this group of young, kind of inexperienced, inexperienced girls. So, um, you know, it's cliche, but there's a lot of different kids that are doing a lot of, a lot of good things for us. So. Yeah, and you talk, you talk about uh, with Jada and the night that she had, and you mentioned kind of to me and, and on this program here throughout the season that, you know, the offense, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, whoever's riding the hot hand, we want them to have that good night. And, you know, you have a lot of different girls that are capable of doing that. And how fun is it as a coach to kind of see that bounce around and to kind of get to show off the depth that you have? Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, you know, I feel like the more threats you have out there, it's harder and harder to guard you. It's harder to, to scout against you because, um, and like you said, on any given night, it can be uh, Montana or Addison or Peyton or, you know, Jada like the other night or Kennedy Ness making the effort plays. Um, and we're kind of slowly figuring out that 
figuring out these different roles and, and different ways to impact winning. Um, it doesn't always need to be scoring. And, and so we haven't really actually shot all that well at the beginning of the year here. It's been a little bit up and down. Um, but I feel like once we get kind of into the swing of things and um, so on and so forth, I feel like we can continue to have different threats out there on the court. And it's not just shooting, it's, um, you know, it's driving, it's, you know, finding open teammates and everybody just knowing their role and doing it to the best of their ability. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. Hey, coach, good luck throughout the next week, and we look forward to talking with you next time. Thank you, CJ. Appreciate it. Up next, we'll talk wrestling with Brad Wallum, head coach of the Wolverines wrestling program, and we'll also talk with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Robbie Grendahl and our Wolverine player spotlight for the week, Lear Kaug. All that coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wallum. And, Coach, you get uh, thrown right back into January. It was a, a busy week for you guys. Uh, what would you have on the docket? Uh, Thursday, the 4th, uh, we had a triangular with Staples, Motley, and New York Mills. And then uh, Friday, the 5th, we have a quad or quadrangular uh, up in Monoman against Pelican Rapids, Monoman, Wabin, and Crookston. Um, so yeah, five matches right that back the first week of the year is, is always a tough one. Yeah, you know, and you had that triangular on Thursday night against Staples Motley and Wadena Deer Creek. You know, Staples Motley, uh, a very, very good team. Uh, how'd you stack up against them? And just kind of what are your takeaways from that? Um, you know, Staples Motley, is, they're, they're very solid. Uh, I, you know, they've got a returning state champion at uh, 152 pounds. Um, they've got their lower weights are, are very, very good. You know, returning state qualifiers, state place winners. Um, just kudos to them, you know, for their squad. And, uh, you know, the section run that they're going to make here later this year. Um, but, you know, I thought we, we competed hard. We didn't have any kids really fold and, you know, go to their back. I mean, they, they wrestled their, their good guys really tough. Yeah, and then there was that one against New York Mills you guys had, and you know a little more evenly matched, and you guys were able to take it down to the wire and you get a you know those matches and some of those things that uh, you know just get everybody a, a good day of wrestling in that second match. What are your takeaways from that one against New York Mills? You know that one, I I thought we were very flat-footed. You know I think we we should have won that one. Um, our kids knowing knowing they should have won that one, um, we just lost a lot of matches that we really should not have lost. We gave up a lot of points that we should not have done, and it just it got out of hand real quick. Um, you know, the New York Mills probably had their best match of the season, and we had our worst match of the season. And when that happens, you know, you're you're just not going to win. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a tough tough duel to watch uh, from a Wadena standpoint because I know we were it should have been the other way, definitely. And, you know, uh, kind of the quick turnaround, getting to go to Manoman Wabin for, for that stuff, does it kind of help turn the page and just say, all right, we got a bunch more wrestling and we have a, a good opportunity to kind of get things going and uh, get things right back on the mat and get uh, get it out that way? Yeah, you're going to see here you know, how the resiliency of the kids, um, you know, hopefully they have that short-term memory. They forget about what happened Thursday and they come ready to rock on Friday. Uh, you just got to have you have to have that mentality because especially the duel against uh, Pelican Rapids, that's a big, big time section opponent. We beat them once earlier this year. Um, 
And, uh, you know, if we do it again, that's that's great for the section seeding time. Um, you know, and then against Monoman and Crooks, and those duels don't mean anything, but just kind of, you know, making sure that we keep hitting our hitting our stride, hitting everything in stride. Well, and, you know, you mentioned that short-term memory, and every sport you have to have it a little bit, but I think wrestling is one of those sports where mental toughness is is so, so huge, and, you know, I know you've been a big believer in that as well. What about mental toughness, and what do you want to see out of kids when you talk about that mental toughness aspect of wrestling? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on uh, you know Kylan Benning. He's a our 152 pounder, and right before Christmas he wrestled um, a guy that's ranked I think like fourth or fifth in the state for Mosaicus. You know, and then his first match after Christmas is against um, our returning state champion. You know, and he's just constantly been thrown to the wolves seems <laughs> all season. But you know, he's got that mental edge. It seems like nothing can knock him down. Um, you know. And he, he's got that thick skin, that, that mentality, that grit that, you know, that you just look for. You can't coach that. It's just something that you got to pep talk kids into. You, you work with them. You talk about their inner voice in their head. You know, as soon as they get that confidence, I mean, the sky's the limit. A, a, a pretty average wrestler can turn into a pretty great wrestler once they start believing it and they start talking to themselves in their head. Um, but that's just something that takes a lot of practice probably more practice than any physical, you know, technique that wrestling usually has. Yeah, exactly. And and looking ahead to next week and to some of the things you guys have going on, what does the schedule look like for you guys in the coming week? Um, then the following week here, we've got a, another quad uh, here at Wadena. Um, that'll be, you know, a tough, we've got Long Prairie Gray Eagle. Um, they're, they're back in our section again, and they're probably a top contender in the section. We have West Central Area, Ashby, Brandon, Evansville. And uh, they were in the state tournament last year as a team from our section. And then UNC uh, from Sabika Monaga there, who was also in the state tournament last year. So we're going to have a, a burner of a quad um, on Tuesday here at the high school. Um, so that would be, you know, it's it'll be tough. Um, but, you know, I think if our kids put their nose to the grindstone, we could we could compete with them. And looking at uh, the girls wrestling, kind of, I know, obviously, trying to figure out where to get them matches can sometimes be difficult, depending on other schools and availabilities. What's it been like for them in the new year? Um, you know, so far, very quiet. Uh, and that's, you know, not surprising with with just the in un, the unbalanced numbers of girls wrestling in from program to program. Um, I think Charlie Snyder was the only one that got a match against the triangular against New York Mills and Staples and she won. Um, and then when we head to Monoman, it doesn't sound like there's going to be any girl matches, uh, up there for us. So, you know, it's going to be hit and miss and, uh, you know, it, which is kind of nice for the girls kind of lets them recover, but kind of makes you nervous when they come back in action. Are they going to be ready? Are they going to be flat footed, you know, just mentally where are they going to be at? So, um, and now, the girls are going to have to start, you know, paying attention to their weight like the boys have. Um, whereas basically all the season they could weigh what they want to weigh. But now as we head into sections, they're going to have to, you know, start making official weigh-ins. So, you know, going through that process where the boys have been doing that for a few weeks now, now the girls are going to have to start going through that too. 
Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum joining us on Wolverines Weekly. Hey, Coach, best of luck throughout the next week, and we look forward to breaking it all down with you again next time. All right. Thanks, CJ. We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly, but when we return, we'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Robbie Grendahl, along with our Wolverine player spotlight this week, it's Lyric Haug. That's coming up next, Wolverines Weekly. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Robbie Grendahl and Coach, you now are into 2024. What's uh, things been looking like for your team so far? Well, we we opened up the new year with a, a very unexpected tough loss um, at Breck Wop. Came out um, really flat, and things uh, the wheels kind of fell off the cart. So we're uh, we're regrouping and scrambling a little bit. We had uh, today kids are out at 12:30, and we head up to the Canadian border to take on the Lake of the Woods Bears. Yeah, a lot of that big road trip. I know we were talking a little bit about uh, you know going up to Lake of the Woods and, and some of that stuff before we broke for the uh, for Christmas and the New Year. But uh, let's go back to that uh, first game that you had this week. Uh, you know, it's that first one back from a, a long pause. Do you kind of felt like it's just that you know kind of had to get thrown into the fire and get a game under you just because being uh, off for so long kind of can let you get like you said a little bit flat. Yeah, kind of, but you know, on on the other side of the paradigm, the the other team plays under the exact same conditions, and they just they just came out uh, out better, and we got caught flat footed from the start of the game, and we just never recovered from it. So those things happen. Um, we'll we'll put it in the rearview mirror and and push forward. What do you know about Lake of the Woods, and uh, and uh, what do you got to do to try and get that win? Well, Lake of the Woods is. They've um, they've got some some scoring punch, but they're they're not spread out. It's scoring punch is kind of carried out through through three or four guys. So they'll they'll have one for sure, real solid line that can motor. We'll definitely have to find a way to slow that down. And I think the main thing for us, um, where where we've gotten away from our knitting a little bit, is just making sure that defensively we're keeping pucks to the outside. Um, Taking care of rebounds, we they've had to rely so much and maybe too much on on Gunner. Gunner is wonderful at making the first stop, but he's been having to make two and three and four saves, and you just can't uh, you shouldn't be relying on your goalie to do all the work. So we've got to help help Gunner out a lot more on the defensive end and and find a way to get back to uh, gener- generating some of that scoring punch that we had earlier in the season. You know, Lake of the Woods is a big drive, obviously, to go up there and have to uh, play that game tonight. But, you know, there's also that chance to kind of get those moments, that team bonding, that kind of story of, you know, driving, making that long bus ride up and back and kind of getting to, to play in these parts around the state. Talk about how those road trips are. I know you guys have went to, you know, uh, you guys have went up to the Duluth area. You guys have went now up to Lake of the Woods. And you got some other long road trips uh, scheduled here throughout the season. But, you know, I, that's the unique thing about hockey is you get to kind of go to these different places. And how fun is that? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, it, you know, in, in some of these locations that we're going to, you're you're literally visiting, you know, the ghosts of hockey past in some of these legendary places, whether it's Baudette or Avalos or the Duluth area. So, yeah, it's a it's a great uh, great way to expose kids to some of the the past hockey, great hockey history that our state has to offer. And as you mentioned, CJ, it's a great great bonding experience. They've got time together. 
And, and that's, that's one of the real upshots of this team is they get along well, they do spend a lot of time together. So we're, we're looking forward to the trip. Um, it, it should be a good one. Hopefully we'll get, get out with a little bit of time to take a couple laps around the arena and, and get the body into game mode. And, you know, with, uh, with kind of the new year and now that you're into 2024 and this month of January and things really start to ramp up over the next couple months with hockey, uh, what's kind of your mindset and what have you kind of been telling the team to kind of get through this, uh, kind of get through the dog days of the season? Yeah, so you're exactly right. Now now we're heading into that, you know, and as any coach would tell you, you coach differently in the beginning of the season. You've got moving parts. You're trying to put parts and pieces into where you think they fit. And, and now now really is the time where if we're going to have to make some adjustments, looking looking forward now to whatever that playoff picture is going to going to be. And it it comes down to kind of whatever whatever you've done for yourself or to yourself, you've got to undo that in some way at the playoffs. So we'll, uh, we'll figure, figure that out and hopefully get, um, get the answer. Some of those answers tonight, I hope it's not a section opponent, but this, this will be a big turning point for us. And if, if we've got to make some of those adjustments here now will be, will be the time to do it. But we, we told the kids that the, the season of giving is over right now. It's kind of the season of taking, for all the teams, teams are looking to take as many opportunities as they can now to position themselves for the push uh, for the playoffs. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Robbie Grendel joining us on Wolverines Weekly. Hey, coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck, and we look forward to talking with you next week. All right. Thank you, CJ. Let's now wrap up Wolverines Weekly by talking to our Wolverine Player Spotlight. It's time again for another Wolverine Player Spotlight, and this week we're putting the focus on Lyric Haug, a senior on the boys' basketball team. Lyric, how's your season been going so far? We're feeling good, feeling nice and confident, finally getting our stuff together, and hopefully this keeps going. What do you do best on the court? Probably my shooting. I'm definitely better on offense and defense, but yeah, probably my scoring. Lyric, what other activities are you involved in at Wadena Deer Creek? I compete in track and field, and I'm in NHS. Who is your favorite teacher and why? Mr. Orman, because he's just really nice to me, treats me like a grandson. Who is your favorite athlete and why? Probably Noah Lyle. He's a track sprinter, the fastest man in the world. If you could live any place in the United States, where would it be? Ooh, I'd probably say Atlanta. A lot of things there I feel very interesting. More on this week's Wolverine Player Spotlight can be found at WadenaRadio.com or listen to Wolverines Weekly Saturday mornings at 9 on KWAD. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to WadenaRadio.com.